to the John Obin and Sharon podcast. Love this game. Love this game. It's the Wheel of Banter. Uh, where we spin a wheel. Uh, it's got a whole bunch of numbers on it. Those numbers correspond with the Edge's phone line, 0800 The Edge. We then go to the uh, the line that the wheel lands on, and that person says one word. That one word we base the entire radio show on for the next 20 minutes. So somebody... I, I, don't, I nearly made it sound like we base the next four hours of radio on that one word. Well, somebody could ring up and just say bacon, and then everybody has to ring in with a story about bacon. You can basically sabotage the radio show. That's an example. You can really stitch us up here. There but we know rules. you won't. There are rules, especially because it is 3 o'clock. Like, there are, you have to be PG about it. You can't ring up and say something naughty that you know we can't talk about. Okay? Fair enough. Okay. Mum has said, and now you know the rules. Oh, I feel like I've been told off. Yeah. No. Oh, I haven't done anything wrong, I don't think. Have fun, but it's going to be controlled fun. <laughs> okay? All right. Well, I don't, I don't want someone to ring up and say... Yeah. Amen, sister. Yeah. Amen. You know? yeah. And then I've got to tell a story about that time that... Yeah, ben... amen. Yeah. Amen. You know? That I what? Okay, anyway. The leaf blower. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, oh, yeah, that, that one. That was weird. And that's why I can't go back to Palmer's Garden World. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Spin the wheel, Jono. Okay, here we go. Man, you gave it a good spin. <laughs> you just, I've, got, I've got big muscles. Oh, oh three. Line four. Line four. We're going to line four. Whatever word uh, line four says, we're basing the radio show on for the next 20 minutes. Justine, welcome to the show. What is the one word that you want us to base the show on? Canada. 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 Okay, oh, is Canada. this because you're from Canada? Yes, I am. Okay, what's the best? You started off. What's the best thing about Canada? Nickelback, from, baby. Nickelback. No, not Nickelback, but you do have super hot boys. <laughs> but anything else? Oh, I don't know. Maple syrup. That is a good point. Maple syrup. Okay, well, we want to hear this afternoon. You're in the draw, by the way, to go on a trip around the world with two of your mates with $50,000. Canadian stories. Yeah, what's your your Canadian story? Good on you, Justine. Canadian stories. Did you hook up with Justin Bieber? That'd be a good Canadian story. I've got a a Canadian story. Did you smuggle some illegal birds into Canada? What? That'd be another great Canadian story. Did you take a Kiwi over there in between your butt cheeks and not get caught? Oh. These are these are stories. I'm, hey, I'm just throwing out situations here. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a Canadian story. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay, so when I was living in Masterton, they have like a few import softball players that come and play in softball. And uh, so one night I had my heart broken by this Canadian guy that left, but then a Canadian softball import came to town. And I was like, you know what, Sharon? You're going to do your first one-nighter. And so I... Tried to take this guy home. Turned out he wanted a relationship. Ended up stalking me, oh. and turned up at my house when I was home for homesick from work. I had to swap a weekend shift with somebody to get away from him, so he would think I was at work. But when I, whenever I was at home sick, he would turn up and be like, "I got you some soup," and I was like. This is not how this was supposed to go. You're like, take your softballs out of my house and get away from me. <laughs> get out of here. Wow. Gee. Yeah, got him home and he was like, I just want a spoon because I just want you to know that I really oh, into you. And I was like, lovely. Oh. I was like, man, the one time I tried to be edgy mm-hmm. and nothing. What's that a boot? No, I know. So now I'm going <laughs> to... This Canadian. Out in a boot. <laughs> now I'm married and I will never have a good one-nighter story because uh, of a Canadian. Well, unless, well, not one that Bryce will <laughs> get ben, to hear. Ben, it's still a no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I keep angling for that workday romance. Okay, 0800 The Edge. That's the number. Your stories about Canada, about Canadians, whatever. This one word we're basing the radio show on right now. Don't forget every caller who gets on here is also in the draw for 50k and a trip for you and two mates around the world. You could go out in a boot to Canada yeah, if you want. That's right. We're back talking Canada next on The Edge. John O'Ben and Sharon on The Edge. <laughs> Alan is on 0800 The Edge. What's your Canadian story, Alan? Uh, I had a Canadian experience with a mountain lion. A, a mountain, mountain lion? lion. Oh, okay. Gee whiz. 
But we were biking back and we both fell off our bikes simultaneously because of ice, as you do. Yeah. And then, and then I turned around and because I had my headlamp on, it uh, caught some eyes in the tree just above us. It was a cougar. It was a cougar. And did it so attack you or did it just let you go? We went back and I looked back and I could see it just standing in the middle of the road. Oh, ah, wow. yeah. the cougar. Yeah. Amazing. A lot, of, a lot of similar cougar stories coming in from Hamilton as well on three. <laughs> Those ones just attacking young males. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Paula, welcome to the show. What is your Canada story? Hey, guys, how are you? Oh, oh we're oh, out and about. Oh, there she is. Canadian. Tell you one story that was always, I will always remember, and that's going to a hockey game. And the puck coming flying over the glass uh, wall. Wowzers. And if I hadn't have been leaning down with my elbows on my knees, I would have got it right in the face. Oh. The puck went right through my bangs. Well, what wow. It went through your hair. Holy shit. It went shit. through my hair. That was back in the days when you had really high teased bangs with the hairspray. <laughs> so the, the, the puck went yeah. flying through. It's, it's a dangerous sport. I actually saw a... Through the hairspray and, yep, out the other side. There you go, through the hairspray, out the other side. Thanks for your call, Paula. Madeline, welcome to the show. What was your Canadian story for the Wheel of Banter? I was on a bus and I sat in front of a Canadian guy for four hours and every time he went around a roundabout, he'd stomp his feet, get really excited, make comments about it. He was like, oh my God, that's the biggest roundabout I've ever seen. Oh my. Apparently they don't have... Apparently they don't have them in Canada. Oh, right, he's very excited about roundabouts. Oh my God, that's the biggest roundabout I've ever seen. Was he by himself or did he have like a partner with him? He was with his wife, who was equally as excited, but was not nearly as vocal. I mean, oh. when you do see a good roundabout, though, yeah. it just really t- warms the cockles of your heart, really, doesn't it? really, really right. gets you. Awesome. Thanks so much for your call, babe. It's a convenient bit of uh, infrastructure on the roading right. system. You're right. Hey, Tyler, what was your Canadian story? Um, I will always love Canadian soldiers. Um, I got stuck in a shelter in Africa while I was working there at about 9am in the morning. Um, everyone was complaining that they had no coffee. I made a joke that I had no whiskey at about 9am in the morning and the soldier ran out in front of an active battlefield and got me a bottle of whiskey. Oh, that is so wow. nice. And wow. also, like, really... I don't dangerous. Know. Very <laughs> dangerous. How did you end up in a shelter in Africa? I was working in a refugee camp. Oh, oh that's an incredible yeah. story. Yeah, always love Canadian soldiers for that. He knew exactly what I needed about 8 a.m. <laughs> this man needs whiskey. And coffee. He always got the two mixed up. He was getting people quite drunk quite early in the morning, but they were quite awake late in the evening. Well, Tyler, we're going to put you in the draw for you and two mates to go around the world with $50,000 cash just for calling through and getting through on air with a great story. Thanks so much. Awesome. Fingers crossed. Thank yep. you. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Okay, this is the show, Rubbish Spin. We all pitch ideas off air. Some of them end up in the rubbish bin, and some of them, surprisingly, end up on the radio. Yeah. A lot of stuff on the radio, you're like, wow, geez, they should have put that one in the rubbish bin. <laughs> well, today, you've put one to the table, Jono, for the first time, and I am worried about this because... Oh, no, it's not me. Oh. This is Ben's one. Oh, oh. Don't, don't give it to oh, me. No, no, you take it. Oh, no. <laughs> you can mock me. Okay, here okay, we go. Okay, well, just remember what happened when you did the show rubbish bin last week, Ben. Okay, here's It was re- the worst one of all time. Oh, well, hang on. Let's not go worse, back to Puppet Gate. It was worse <laughs> than Puppets, which was the best one so far. So, it's Selena Gomez has a breathy wee, wee song out at the moment. A bad liar. Thought, I thought we could play a game based off that song. So, hit the, hit the intro, Johnny. I'm just trying to find the bloody intro. Sorry, <laughs> oh, God, you're killing this for me, mate. <laughs> you're Sorry. sabotaging this. Guess I'm a bad liar. <laughs> God, that winds me up. I'm a bad liar. 
Sexy, mate. Guess I'm a bad liar. Sexy is what people do to be sexy. Bad liar. So how does bad liar so work? So I want to work out if, um, or it's up to us, John, I've been and Sharon, mm. to work out if uh, you guys are a good or a bad liar. Okay. So you just got to say, say a statement, and then we'll work out if that statement is true or not. Right? Guess I'm a bad and if, liar. And if we can't pick it correctly, you guys win. Okay. I've got one. I once got a verbal warning while working at the edge for charging $60 worth of Jaeger shots to our old boss Leon's credit card. Oh, I'd say that's truth. Yeah, you're that's just truth. Yeah. I know, out, I know about drink. your wayward dark alcohol past, Sharon. I've been out drinking with you before. That sounds definitely like a truth. I th- I, the that's only a thing lie. The- I had permission and I did not get a warning. Yeah. Oh. And it was and it was $350 worth. <laughs> yeah, true. It was more like 71 but you know, <laughs> okay. whatever, whatever. Okay. Pam is on 0800 The Edge. You ready to give us a go? I am. Okay, okay Pam, take it away with, your, your, with your lie or your truth. <laughs> okay, um, I was once given a 30... 32 kilogram kingfish by a dolphin. Wow. So the dolphin swam up with <laughs> the fish good. in its mouth That's and it handed it to you, Pam. Handed it to, <laughs> handed Hang it to on, you on no, a no, boat. Wait, wait, wait. Can you please do your dolphin impression again, Ben? Okay. <laughs> you, do, you do a good one, Sharon. No, oh, that's better. Okay. Yeah, what was your one again, Ben? <laughs> he doesn't like cracking pers- He doesn't like impersonating him. Just likes killing them. Oh, dude! <laughs> he doesn't kill them. He just puts his finger in the blowhole for a little bit. I don't know where you've got this from. <laughs> because anyway. we saw you do it in Mexico. <laughs> so, no, you didn't. No, yes, Pam. Just in the photo. Oh, shut up. You're sabotaging my game again, <laughs> Pam. Pam. So, what, so how did the dolphin come up to you and present you with a kingfish? She's lying. She's lying. She can't even answer a follow-up question. Are you lying, Pam? Lying. No, I'm not lying. I'm She's telling the truth. Oh, wow. 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 That is a great That's story. That's a really good story. Did you ever see the dolphin again? Um, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, it was Mocco. He was in Pakistani oh. for a while. Oh, R.I.P. Mocco. R.I.P. Yeah. And if you don't believe me, I'll send you a photo. I'd love to see the photo. Just send it to ben at theedge.co.nz. Guess I'm I know how I'll do that. <laughs> Okay, take one more. Okay, let's give it. Let's give it one more time. Hey, Sarah, give us your story, and we'll decide whether or not you're a bad liar or not. Right. So when I was twenty, I had a bunch of cops come to my mum's house in a police raid, and turns out she got arrested because she's been on the run from the CIA for twenty years because she was involved in a drug ring. She's oh, a lot of she's she's man. That's like a movie. See, one thing that I'm leaning towards the truth because she's got a lot of detail and she's rattling it off quick. Whereas if you're making that up on the spot, you may jibber jabber and yeah. flounder around. But it's quite an unbelievable story. Oh, the jury gonna, split. I'm going to say this one's true. I'm rolling with you, shares. I'm going to go truth. All right, well, you guys two two two, uh, two yeah, over one. Yeah, yeah. Sarah, is it true? Nah, it's a lie. No! Dang it! You got us good. What that else have you been good. lying to us about, Sarah? That's the only thing, because that's probably the only time I've spoken to you. Well yeah. done. You're going to walk away with a chance to win a trip for three around the world and 50,000K. All right, matey? John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Okay, so Air New Zealand. They've released a new safety video today. In New Zealand as a country, we get quite excited when Air New Zealand do a new safety video, which I feel distracts from the, the real message of safety. I wish they'd just go back to the 35-second quick briefing so I could Here's get how you do your seatbelt. I like him. I like him. What? Do you like the terrible Reese Darby one? I like them all. I think they're interesting. Have you ever watched something? They're, like, they're always quirky. They're always fun. They even have a the laugh. Even the air hostesses or... look like they want to punch themselves during uh, the Reese Darby no, one. not at all. The, problem, so the, problem, the problem with them is they are, uh, 
you know, they're, they're enjoyable first watch. But I guess if you are working on a plane, mm. I imagine when you've heard it for the 73,000 time. And they've got, I don't even know if that's a number I just said there. <laughs> and it's gone from like being two minutes long to being five minutes long. So it gets very long. I really did like the last one though with like Rachel Hunter and Jade and Daniels from Shorten Street and stuff. But today... Oh, ben, we've got ice cream. That was a good one. That <laughs> was, was really good. I really liked yeah. that one. Um, I liked how um, Scott Dixon wanted to drive the boat. Or no, it was, was banging on about how fast the boat was And then going. he got all pissy when the Wait, boat wasn't right. fast enough. Is that a celebrity? Yeah, Scott Dixon, he's like the um, the IndyCar driver, and he was like, he I was, thought he was an extra. And he was like, how fast? <laughs> is, that's the gag. He was like, how fast does this thing go? The thing when every low rent New Zealand broadcaster, television host, or musician hops on a New Zealand plane, they just wish they were part of that video. Oh, don't I want to be part of one, I don't they? No. Yeah. Oh, you oh, do. Of course you. There's no, been a part I of you don't. like, I wish I was in that oh. New Zealand video. Oh, no, you don't. Especially yeah. when you. Like, don't mean let me talk about the race derby one. You haven't made it until you're on the in New Zealand safety video. Well, I'm more than happy not making it. I'm I'm all right with that. But I uh, watched today's you can one. You could be your turtleneck. Okay, <laughs> back off on the turtleneck. Okay, I've got a warm neck. I know, and I'm jealous. My yeah. neck is jealous of you your warm neck. You keep pulling your jersey up, and I don't need to because mine's already there. Okay, good. It's Are one of done? those. It's one of those days. I'm sorry. Keep rolling. Air New Zealand safety video. <laughs> so I woke up this morning, and there's a new Air New Zealand safety video, and I saw my friend's mum post it, and I was like, Oh no! If a mum's posted it, it's not going to be great. And I log into it, and it's Katie Holmes and Cuba Gooding Jr. Big stars. They've got big stars on it. We should call that Japan and that island there some more. And we'll call this... Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a party. Why is, well, can I just ask a question? Why is Katie Holmes and Cuba Gooding Jr. creating countries? It's emotional, mate. It's I haven't seen this story. video. Are My, they gods or something? They're kind of like god-like. They're kind of like so gods, but I think they're saying, like, is a female god and an African-American god, so they're saying... It's 2017. God could be anyone. Which is awesome. Even Cuba Gooding Jr. But anyway, so this video goes up and I'm sitting here thinking, great, every single time I catch a plane now, I'm going to think about the weirdest moment in my life when I went to a karaoke bar and Cuba Gooding Jr. was there off his face and he mm. sung a duet with my friend. I've heard this story. It's amazing. It was it was so weird. And he basically tried to pash my friend in front of the whole karaoke bar and she's like, my husband is right there, like pulling away from him. Then afterwards we were like, Cuba Gooding Jr., where? from New Zealand you should do a shot with us he grabbed my hand and put my pinky finger in his mouth and then sucked it real aggressively to the point that I thought my finger was going to pop out and I'm stunned mullet and he just goes nope and sucked my finger I was like uh what <laughs> you the on, you've, had, you've had your fingers inside Cuba Gooding Jr.'s Just mouth. my pinky finger for like two seconds. He like put it That's in his mouth, really sucked it to the point that my joint was like... Nobody part of mine has been inside Cuba Gooding Jr.'s <laughs> mouth. So, None. But then he went and spent like 45 minutes sitting in a bar with my husband, like having a big yarn about OJ Simpson and New Zealand and all this sort of stuff. Oh, Did he put wow. any of Bryce inside his mouth? <laughs> nah, nothing, nothing of Bryce. But that's the thing. Every time I see the video now, all I'm going to think of is how I almost got my finger dislocated in uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s mouth. Great, but great. You, you get to tell that story every time you go on a plane. You're like, no, hey, see it that was, guy there? It was weird because I, I, I didn't enjoy it at all. And I was, oh, it it okay. worked me out. Okay. Okay. I still asked for a selfie, though. Then, of course you did. Yeah, you're like, even though you've mouth assault, orally assaulted my finger, I want a selfie. Yeah, I had to go wash my hand after. Oh, 800 The Edge. It's the phone number. What is your celebrity claim to fame? Mm. Have you got, have you got a, an unusual claim to fame with a well-known person? Like, having Cuba Gooding Jr. suck your finger, Sharon. It's a weird experience. I think more of you now. What? I respect you more. <laughs> Ben's on 0800 The Edge. What was your uh, weird celebrity claim to fame? So, um, a couple of years ago, I was at um, AMI Stadium in Christchurch, and it was a Crusaders game, and Richie McCall was playing, and 
I saw uh, Richie, uh, he was drinking his Powerade and he was nearly finished it, so I asked for the rest of it and he gave me it. Oh, and, you and got was, Richie McCall's leftover Powerade? Yeah. With all the and, electrolytes and in it. Was, it. I was actually, it was actually a birthday party of mine, so like, we all like trying to over it and shit. And he gave you the he gave you the lifelong gift of meningitis as well. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that is kind of dangerous. Now you think about it, like, mm, what if he had the flu? He could have got you sick. That's a, that's a cool claim. That's to cool though. though. Richie's Richie's drink. I haven't had Richie McCall's leftover Powerade. I got Joe Cotton's leftover Pepsi on a True Bliss tour. Oh man, that's awesome. I kept that can for years. <gasps> um, Nikki's on I Hundred Edge. What was your celebrity claim to fame? Um, well, back in 1993, I was a stunt double on Heavenly Creatures. Wow, so I got, cool. Yeah, with, heaven, um, with Melanie Linsky and Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. And um, so I sort of struck up a bit of a friendship with those guys. And so I took Kate Winslet out to theatre sports and we then went out for a drink and stuff afterwards. That is so oh. cool. Have you managed Ooh. to stay in touch with her? No, I haven't. Oh. You're like, it's Nikki here from New Zealand. We went to see theatre sports uh, back in the 90s. You yeah, haven't accepted my Facebook friend request, Kate. That's a really cool story. Awesome. Tell us something about Kate Winslet. Is she as lovely as she appears? Um, what can I tell you about her? Um, She's well, real she fun, with... but terrible at staying in touch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, well, she came from a whole family of actors, so I sort of found that interesting. So she um, then... Uh, she said to me that that was obviously it was her first movie, but she'd done lots of theatre before. But oh, no, I regret asking that question. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nikki. I know you know her lovely, and I know she's a lovely lady. We were deep into her, to her back catalogue there. <laughs> Love you, cool, Nikki. Thank you very much. You're in the draw for 50k and a trip around the around the world with three two of your mates. And Nairi, what's your celebrity claim to fame? Hey, well, my um, my husband used to pit crew for Scott Dixon when he was like a a, a twelve and thirteen year old. And we, we went, when I started going out with them, we went to Scott's 15th birthday. And the entire topic of conversation for that evening was whether or not he was going to get his proper driver's licence, which he was sitting in a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, really? Amazing. Yeah. I hope he got it. Do you yeah, have a driver's well, licence to race cars, by the way? No, I don't think you do. Not on track. Oh, no, not on track. You do need a licence, but you need a racing licence. I no. take back everything I just said. Yeah, I, I think I'd probably <laughs> listen to Nairi before you. They on the boat in the New Zealand no, air, though, didn't they? Not a street, not a street license, but yeah, it was kind of like—is this going to be a help or a hindrance that he can, you know, go two hundred kilometres an hour without blinking? No, I tell you what, you wouldn't want to be his AA driving instructor. I tell you that for free. On the edge. We're coming in hot for Rio Week. We're bringing uh, the party, the happy hour, for four hours to a university near you. And mm. tomorrow we announce which uni we're going to. Ooh, at the moment, Christchurch is in the lead, but Wellington is not far behind. So if you are from Christchurch or Wellington, I suggest that you get voting overnight to secure your spot. Baby. Okay, so we've got producer Dan in the studio. None of us have been to university. He's the only one who's been to university. And he says what we're doing right now is playing a classic university game. When I was doing my PhD. What do you have a PhD in? Radio. You can't get a PhD in radio. I'm a doctor of radio. Okay, so what it... Anyway, so when I was at uni, we used to play a game in my flat called um, The Secret Box. And what we'd do (laughs) on Saturday nights... What a bunch of virgins. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't go out. We just guessed what was in a box. We wouldn't drink. We'd stay home. We'd be in bed by nine. And we'd fill a box with something and we'd have to guess what was in it. So today I thought I'd try it with you guys because you guys haven't been to uni. So what I've done is I've got a box here with two holes in it. 
One has got Sharon's name on it, one's got Ben's name on it, and there's another one outside that's Jono's box. Oh, a surprise box. Mm, it's a surprise box. Okay. I remember yesterday, that um, after yesterday, that could be your wife mm. coming in. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was my wife when we played this blindfold game yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sharon, you're first, okay? So you come okay. over to here. Sharon's blindfolded right now with a novelty mask. It's a dog wearing sunglasses. You look very cute, Sharon, at the moment. <laughs> you do. There's a box. There's uh, a cover over the box. There's a little slip that uh, Sharon has to put her hole through, uh, sorry, hand through. So uh, give it a go. Give it a go. Give tell it a go. Us how, go. Tell us what you're feeling. Okay. This is what's in the box. Got her hand in there, Ben. <laughs> Don't put it on too far because it might wrap around your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Just put your hand in. <laughs> Hurry up. Okay, 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 okay. I got it, I got it, I got it. What was it? Oh. What was it? Oh. What was it? Oh. What was it? Oh, it's a mouse trap. Oh, 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 oh dead. Dead. Okay, it's Ben's okay. turn. Classic oh, universe. I see what you mean, though, with the anticipation yeah. now. Is it because you don't know what it is, and he said it was something alive, and that wigged me out? <laughs> it's kind of rubbery. Oh. <laughs> is it like a buzz or something? What is it? Oh, I think I know what it might be. It's a mini lightsaber. It's a mini rubber lightsaber. It's even got a smiley face on it, that lightsaber. Okay. And now it's Jono's turn. I can see what you mean with the anticipation. Yeah, I, honestly, I've never done anything like that before, and that really wigged me out. No, so, Jono, in the box. you just need to put a blindfold on, and you don't need to do anything. I'll just put it on your face, okay? What? Oh, no. <gasps> oh, no. On your face? Three, oh, I got two, one. Oh, oh, it's a fish. <laughs> oh, that fish really. It's a massive fish. That's <laughs> 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 Oh. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> 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 All right, mate, you hit your once in the face. What are you doing? Oh, it's we got a smell. It's the stinks. Oh, God, you that smell like fish. fish stinks. You yeah. smell real oh. bad. I, I'll, I'll be honest, I brought that fish about a week ago from New World. What? Why did you do this? Why did you think that was a good just, idea? Well, we're it's like a smelly fish. What, what we, now the whole station smells of fish. I feel like a prisoner of war. Oh, <laughs> a smelly oh. fish. I'm in a comical prison, though. <laughs> On the edge. Okay, this is the cliffhanger calls. Uh, part of the show where we take your phone calls on 0800 The Edge and you tell your gripping story up until a certain point. We then leave it there. We leave all of us on a cliffhanger and we then throw it to you, listening, and you call up and you say whether you want to hear the end of the story or not. It can be a brutal game at times. We have got a wonderful caller on 0800 The Edge right now by the name of Louise. How are you this afternoon, Louise? I'm good, thanks, Sherstock. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm, I'm glad that you're good because I am strapped in and ready for your cliffhanger call. Now, do you think it's the sort of story that everyone's going to want to hear the rest of? Well, it's a bit of a goodie. It's a bit oh, of a goodie. Okay, She's coming right. in confident. Uh, like Here it. we like go. It. Louise, give us your story. Right. Lying in bed, half asleep, chilling out. Oh, feel like, you know, I've got the flyaway here. Feel something on my cheek, and I'm like, ah. Oh, what, what? Can I say I'm loving the sound effects in the story? <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> it. Great, great presentation. Yeah. Oh wait, there's more. <laughs> Next I something sticks across my cheek, goes into my ear. I bolt upright. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. All I can hear is this. Something's in. I've just pushed something into my ear. What's going on in my ear? Freaking out, freaking out. Out of bed. Run to the bathroom. Tweezers, tweezers. The whole stop. time. Stop. 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 Oh, okay. stop. stop, Louise. You need stop. to do. You need to do Foley sound for movies. Yes. With those. Oh, you are so good. Okay, <laughs> Louise. 
Wayne, I really want to know what was inside your ear, but we can't find oh. out until our listener pals decide if they want to hear the rest of your cliffhanger three call. calls? Three calls? Three calls right, right. now on 0800 The Edge if you want to hear the rest of Louise's story. And don't forget, if you get on air as one of the voters, you're in the draw for the trip. Gemma, do you want to hear the rest of Louise's story? Definitely. Oh, Definitely oh, for, for Gemma. Yes, Lou. Okay. What, what about Gabby? Do you want to hear the rest of the story, Gabby? Yes. yes. That's two out of two. So uh, that's the majority rules, isn't it? We're, we're going to hear Wait, the rest of Louise's story next. I don't want to be a negative Nancy Pants. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, I Louise, don't know. The two, no one cares, mate. Louise, the, you the tell Jono to shut up and listen to the rest of your story in a couple of minutes. Shut it, Jono. Am I going to be disappointed or am I going to be floored, Louise? Well, you have to wait to find out. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm coming to the party, Louise. <laughs> Good man. I don't want to get inside your head because there was something inside your ear. Let's just recap on the story for those who have just joined us, Lou. Okay, so the condensed vision, but something's crawled on my face. I've literally pushed, accidentally pushed it into my ear myself bolt out of bed, run to the bathroom, grab the tweezers. And that's uh-huh. where we left it. That's where we left it. We didn't know what was inside okay. Louise's ear. Was let's find head. out. Let's find this. Dive on in. So, at this stage, there's a few tears started. Nose is running. Too scared to sniff for fear that this thing's going to be sucked up into my ear, into my brain. Don't ask me why. It was a traumatic situation. Well, no, your ears, your ears and your nose, <laughs> yeah. they're connected. I they're connected. connected. Yeah. Okay. This is what I'm, my drama Louise was thinking. <laughs> Get the tweeters. You're I'm awesome. battling with this thing. <sighs> Remember, we've got all this going on. <sighs> so loud when it's in your head. Those are her sound effects about what was in her ear. Yep. I managed to grab it. I've got a little thing. Pull it out. What do I see on the end of my tweezers? What does she see? What does she see? A hairy black leg. So there's a spider inside you here. Did you get the rest of it? I had to go. I had to ring a bloody ambulance to come and get me. They didn't have the right tools there. They took me <gasps> to A&E. They pour this stuff into because the doctor's like, it's still alive. We have to kill it. They, they pour this stuff into here. Yeah. He goes, it's not going to like it. Neither did I. Sold <laughs> out A&E with my whole voice. Doctor pulls it out and he goes, okay, it, it is a black spider, but there's one leg missing. That will eventually come out over time. I'm like, oh, no, I think I know exactly where that bloody thing is in my bathroom. Oh, I think we had already oh. gone. It wasn't like a dangerous spider or anything like a white tail, was it? No, but it oh. was massive. I can't believe that thing was in my bloody wow. head. Wow, that is amazing, Louise. I'm going to yeah, well good done. Good story. Yeah. I take back everything I said, Louise. That was a great Thanks, story. Thank you. Thank you. And because you actually got on here twice, we're going to put you in the draw twice for you and two friends to go on a round-the-world trip thanks to our mates at Flight Centre with $50,000 spending money. Boom shaka laka. Boom shaka laka. Only one person uh, with a better spider story than that. That's Peter Parker. That's what I like to say. Uh, oh, next, you just ruined scandal. a story with that. Uh, no, he's got a good spider story too. Thanks for calling Louise. Make he's got sure many call- of them. At least five movies or so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make sure you call us again, Louise. We bloody love you. That was another fine John O'Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Ben and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app. And listen live on The Edge three till seven weekdays.